and throw it to the little dogs. And she said, yes, Lord, yet even the little dogs eat the crumbs which fall from the master's table. And then Jesus answered and said to her, O woman, great is your faith. Let it be as you desire. Hold on. And her daughter was healed from that very hour. Let it be as you desire. See, because real, true, authentic hunger will never push back the plate regardless of what he is fixing. Whether you've tasted it before or not, y'all ain't hearing me. You show up in the bush of Africa with a truck full of food with babies that ain't never ate what you got on the truck. And I promise you, because they are hungry, they will line up. Come on, glorious remnant revival community. I'm asking you this morning, are you hungry? But because what God's doing in this season, if it don't look like what you normally ate, are you still going to belly up to the table? Because I promise you what God is doing in this season. If you don't want the plate, there's a multitude looking for the crumbs. I'm going to stir it. I'm going to stir it. I'm going to stir it. See, what happens is we sing songs like, oh, come in the fire, come in the wind, come however you want, Lord. But then when Kanye West shows up on the scene and all of a sudden people are now searching Christianity out like never before. And thousands of people are coming and they're saying, I want to know about this Jesus. He's professing. Y'all ain't hearing me. Y'all ain't hearing me. I know it don't look like what you're used to eating. I know it don't sound like a sound you're used to hearing. But I came to tell you in this season what Jesus is fixing up. If you don't want it, there's a multitude that are looking for a crumb to fall. Hey, where is the church that says there's got to be more? There has got to be more. I'm hungry for more of you and what you're doing. I refuse to miss what the Lord is doing in this season because it's not dressed in the religious garments of the past season. I refuse to push back what Jesus is serving in this season just because it doesn't taste like something that I always tasted. I can feel them rocks this morning, but it's all right. The Lord loves you and so do I. We sing songs like, come, whatever it looks like, come, however you want to come. And then when he comes, we say, hold up. See, but I believe that there is a remnant that is rising up that says it does not matter. I, Lord, whatever you're doing in this season, don't do it without me. Ah, Whatever you're doing in this season, don't do it without me. If I got a step left, then I'm going to step left. If I got a step over, I'm going to step over. But I want to be in whatever you're doing in this season.
Don't you know that we're citizens of the kingdom? We don't wait for a status quo to be assembled. We are the status quo. We don't wait for culture to dictate how we move. We are the culture and everything behind us follows. Are y'all hearing me this morning? So whatever it looks like, whatever it sounds like, hey, sing it one more time. Yeah, this morning's going to be different. Oh, oh. Come on, just worship him. Come however you are, like fire, come like rain, come however you are. Come on, sing that to him. Come however you are, like fire, come like rain, come however you are. Oh yes, Lord, we're open to you, Lord. Lord, we want what you want, Lord. We want to be what you want us to be, Lord. Lord, we won't sit on the sideline. God, we won't be the religious to sit back and challenge everything that you do. We'll come into agreement in this season. We'll say, yes, Lord, whatever it looks like, whatever it sounds like, come however you want. However you want. There's got to be more. 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 I want the more. There's got to be more. I want the more. Come however you want. John 20, verse 19. Stand with me for the reverence of reading God's word. I'm not going to be long this morning, but I want to issue a challenge to this house.
John 20, verse 19 through 20. And then the same day at evening, being the first day of the week when the doors were shut. Somebody say the doors were shut. Where the disciples were assembled for fear. For fear. For fear of the Jews. Jesus came and stood in the midst and said to them, Peace be with you. And when he had said this, he showed them his hands and he showed them his side. And then the disciples were glad when they saw the Lord. Father, I come before you now. God is a mere man. A man in need, God, of your touch, your anointing, the oil of heaven, God, to flow over the crown of my head, God, out of my mouth as an instrument, a conduit, God, into the realm of the earth from heaven. Father, I pray right now, Father, that you would hide me, God, behind your word, that indeed it would be a sword that would go forth and divide the bone from the marrow the soul, and the soul from the spirit. Father, I pray this morning, God, that it would be the discerner of the hearts and the thoughts of men, God. Lord, that we, God, would hear indeed what thus saith the Lord unto his church, glorious remnant revival community. Father, we pray today, Lord, that we would indeed have ears to hear what the spirit is speaking. Father, we did not come for a sermon. We did not come, God, for a, for a song, but God, we came for the King of kings and the Lord of lords. God, you have our attention. Now speak, King. Speak. Speak to your people that we would hear what you're saying in Jesus' name. Turn to your neighbor and tell him, I believe we're at an open door. You may be seated all over the house. Revelation chapter 3, verse 8 through 12 says, I know your works, see. I have set before you an open door, and no one can shut it. Somebody say, no one can shut it. For you have little strength, but have kept my word. And have not denied my name. Indeed, I will make those of the synagogue of Satan who say they are Jews and are not but lie. Indeed, I will make them come and worship before your feet. And to know that I have loved you because you have kept my command to persevere. I also will keep you from the hour of trial which shall come upon the whole world to test those who dwell on the earth. Behold, I am coming quickly. Hold fast to what you have, that no man can take your crown. And he who overcomes, I will make him a pillar in the temple of my God, and he shall go out no more. And I will write on him the name of my God, the name of the city of my God, the new Jerusalem, which comes down out of heaven from my God, and I will write on him my new name. I couldn't help this morning. I came in here, and even with what I was leaning towards preaching, the Lord began to change and challenge me in the back room as I was listening. See, sometimes we need to have an ear to listen to what heaven is doing and listen to what heaven is releasing and listen to what the Lord is speaking. And as I sat back there in Apostle Jeremiah's office, I, I just had an ear to hear, and all I could hear was the sound of a room with open doors. See, every time 
time that door would open, what was in this room would come out in greater volume. Y'all ain't hearing me. See, every time I sat back there in that room, and, and there, was a, there was a muffled sound behind the door. But every time the door opened, what was in the room echoed into the atmosphere to where I was sitting. And as I begin to pray and listen to the Lord, I, I believe what the Lord is speaking in this season. I, I want to come to you prophetically this morning and release a prophetic word over your life, over this house, over Apostle Jeremiah Merritt and the glorious remnant revival community. I want to stand before you as a minister of the Lord and declare that I believe this house is standing before an open door. I believe that there are people under the sound of my voice and you are standing before an open door. You have been in the hallway long enough. You've been in the season of transition long enough. You have stood on this side of the Jordan long enough. But I believe the Lord in the next season, I prophetically declare a, 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 catas a, a catapulting shift over the next six months of this house. Within six months, this house will totally shift. Y'all hear me? Write it down. Put the date in your calendar within six months this house is going to shift again and totally transition from where you are to where the Lord is calling you y'all better give him praise because if you part of this house that means that's your that's your word But I see in this body of believers a people that are hungry for more. I see in this body of believers, I see a people that are willing to stand and knock and knock and knock and knock and knock and knock and knock. They don't care how long. They don't care how long. They don't care how long. All they're waiting for is the master of the house to open up the door and say, enter into the joys of the Lord. My sons, my daughters, come on in. Your daddy's prepared a table for you. He's prepared a table for you to come in and feast. An open door, an open door, an open door, an open door. I believe that even prophetically... Apostle Jeremiah Merritt being said in this house, I don't believe that God is a God of coincidences, but I believe that the Lord has indeed set a Jeremiah in this house. What am I saying? He has set a voice in this house that the people, and literally his voice is that of a fire shut up in his bones. It's a, it's a voice like John crying in the wilderness. It's a voice that people will come to hear. It's a sound that they have not heard, but their ears are being turned towards heaven on what God is releasing in the realm of the earth an open door an open door an open door what is a door a door is a place of change a door is a place of transition but it is also a place of transformation see when you walk through the doors of your work you're no longer just a citizen now you're an employee y'all hear what I'm saying when you walk through the door of your house you take on a different demeanor than what you had when you were at work whether you're a daddy or a mama or whatever you are when you step in all of a sudden that atmosphere is conducive to the authority 
authority that you possess. You better hear what I'm saying. So what we find out is that when God opens doors and we step through the door, we are no longer what we were at the threshold, but now we take on new identities. I came to tell you that the door is the place of transformation. Some of you have not been wanting to transition, but you've been looking for transformation. You have not wanted to just move from here to there, but you wanted to be different when you got there. The church has transitioned enough. Now what we need to see is some transformation. Come on, we've moved from the wilderness to the city. We've moved from glory to glory. But my God, now it's time for the glory to change us. Doors are dimensional. How does God move us from glory to glory? Through doors. Watch, I'll show you what I'm saying, John 10. Jesus said, most assuredly, I say to you, I am the door. I am the dimension. I am the transformation. I am the transition. I am the place in which the sheep have to pass through if they want to get to where they are going. He said, behold, I am the door that the sheep must pass through. So when God decided decided to do something new in the realm of the earth, he didn't send a house. He sent a door. When God decided to do something new in the realm of the earth, he did not send a new system. He sent a door. Because God knew if he could just get the people to the door... That at the door, everything would change. At the door, everything would transition. At the door, everything would transform. If I can just get them to the door. He said, I tell you, I am the door. And all who ever came before me are thieves and robbers. But the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. And if anyone enters by me, he will be saved. And go in and out and find pasture. Listen, listen, listen. He said there's pasture in and there's pasture out. He said you'll go in and out and find pasture. I want you to know that there are times and seasons in the kingdom when you come into the door, but when you come into the door, you're coming in to receive from the pasture inside the kingdom. Listen, but then when you come out of the door, listen, there is a time to be confined to four walls church, but then there is a time to open the door and allow the sound that is being sounded on the inside to amplify to the outside and take what we found on the inner pasture to the outer pasture to lead lost sheep back to the door. Are you hearing what I'm saying, evangelists? Let me just, it's been good what God has done here. But my challenge to you this morning is when does it happen on what God's done here and up there? The church for too long has talked about man. God is among us. 
But let me ask you something. When does it come a time that we say God is among us, but we are taking God among them? Y'all better get ready. Telling you the door is open. Get ready, get ready, get ready. The door is open. Psalms 24 and 9, lift up your heads, O ye gates, lift up your everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Acts 5 and 19, but at night the angel of the Lord opened the prison doors and brought them out. The door had to be open in order for them to transition out. Do you hear what I'm telling you this morning? I'm telling you that this church is in a season, a transitional, transformational season of moving out of from what is in to where they are going. People that have been tied up, people that have been felt locked up, people that have felt imprisoned by their circumstance, imprisoned by their situation, imprisoned by their finances, imprisoned by their health. God said in this season, he is opening up the door to move you out. To move you out. To move you out. This is the scripture I want to get to. John 20 and 19. This is the text that I read at the beginning. But then the same day at evening, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut, the disciples were assembled for the fear of the Jews. Jesus came and stood in the midst of them. Peace be with you. When he had showed him, when he had said this, he showed them his hands, showed him his side, and the disciples were glad when they saw the Lord. Watch this. The same day at evening, being the first day of the week, when the door was shut, the Lord came and stood in the midst of them. He said, I'll shut a door that no man can open. And he said, I'll open a door that no man can shut. I, I want to tell you what John 20 told me was that Jesus doesn't even need the door to open for him to come in in this season and what he's doing. I came to tell you that Jesus will defy the odds. See, there may have been people over your life. There may have been people in this ministry that say God will never open the door. God will never walk in the midst of them. Well, I came to tell you this morning, Jesus said I don't even need the door open I'll just come in and stand in the midst of them I'll reveal myself and nobody will even see me come in but what they'll find out is I was in the midst of them because when they come out they're going to say for surely they've been with the Lord the door doesn't even need to open He's opened the door, but the door don't even need to open. He wants to come in and stand in the midst of us where it doesn't even look like you, you, people drive by. They say, ain't nothing happening there. I don't even see the doors open. Let me tell you something. They don't need to see the doors open to see the king of glory come in. Ah, I said, they don't even need to see the doors open to see the king of glory come in. 
Some of you have been praying. You've been asking God, God, open the door. God, open the door for this job. Open the door for in my marriage. Open the door. Open the door. And Jesus is saying, I don't even need to open the door. I can come in and stand in the midst of you and reveal myself. Despise a door being open. You know why? Because he said, I am the door. Let me tell you what Jesus does in the walls of your life, in the walls of your enemy, in the walls of your adversary. Jesus steps up to the wall and he opens up and comes right in because he said, I am the door. Some of you said, but I feel like I've been in bondage. I feel like I've been, I've been hindered. I, I feel like I've been held up. I feel like I've been hidden. Well, Jesus is coming up in this season, and he's saying it doesn't matter what wall you're behind. I am the door, and I'm opening up in this season to come into your situation. Acts 12, 12 through 16. So when he had considered this, he came to the house of Mary, the mother of John, whose surname was Mark, and where many were gathered together praying. And Peter knocked at the door of the gate, and a girl named Rhoda came to answer. And when she recognized Peter's voice, because of her gladness, she did not open the door or gate but ran in and announced that Peter stood before the gate. But they said to her, you're beside yourself. Yet she kept insisting that it was so. And so they said, it is his angel. Now Peter continued knocking. And when they opened the door and saw him, they were astonished. Let me tell you what's happening in this chapter of Acts. The church is in a prayer meeting. They're in a prayer meeting. They're praying. They're praying, oh, Lord, let Peter out of prison. Oh, Lord, let Peter out of prison. Get him out, Lord. Do whatever you got to do, Lord. Open, open up the prison doors. Do whatever you got to do. But see, while they're praying, the Lord has already answered the prayer. And there's a knock at the door. But see, they're too busy praying. But at the door, there's a knock. See, what they've been praying for is standing at the door. What they've been asking God to do is standing at the door. And see, what God's saying is would you quit praying and get up and get the door? Would you get up and get the door? Some of you, yeah, 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 yeah. Some of you have been praying for some things in your life. You know how to be on the altar. But see what God's saying in this season is, sweetie, you done prayed long enough. It's time to put some footwork to them prayers and get on up and get to the door and say, come on, miracle. Come on, healing. Come on, deliverance. Come on, financial breakthrough. Come on, come on, come on. Come on. I'm done talking about it. I'm done praying about it in this season. I'm opening up the door. Turn to your neighbor, tell him, get the door. Mark chapter 1 tells a story 
about Jesus being in a house. And the Bible says it was noised abroad that he was in the house. And when he was in the house, the miraculous was manifesting. The people were hungry. They were thronged among themselves. They were pushed in like sardines in a can, but welded up in the glory of God. It's there that they're standing just to pierce through the crowd and get a glimpse of the one that they have sought. It's there that they are longing just to maybe catch a fragrance of this king that is establishing a kingdom in the realm of the earth. It's there that they just want to see what they have heard. And it's there that in Mark 1, 33, it says these words, And the city gathered at the door. And the city gathered at the door. Any time in our life that God decides to step down and establish a door of, of, of what he is doing in the realm of the earth, I want you to know this, that you don't have to go get them. They will show up. Your whole life, you've been told by preachers that, that, that well, they ain't going to show up themselves. Fish don't jump in the boat themselves. That's a lie. When you got the net in the boat, when you got the bait in the boat, the fish will jump in the boat. Mark 1.33 said when Jesus was in the house, the city showed up at the door. All we got, all they had to do was say, hey, listen, as long as we get the door open for him, everything that's called to him, everything that's connected to him, everything that's consecrated for him, it'll show up at the door. I came to tell you, you when you take the city, you ain't even got to go get the city. God can open the door and the city show up. But there's got to be more. There's got to be more. There's got to be more. See, our whole life, what we do is we get in these thinking, stinking, thinking, training, thinking, well, we done seen everything God's going to do. We don't know how God's going to do it. We, 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 we put titles on it. We put, we, we, put, uh, we put conference flyers together to name it and claim it, to blab it and grab it. We do all this stuff to declare what God is doing in the realm of the season. But I came to tell you that I believe that this door that is being opened... is a 1 Corinthians 16 and 9 door. Listen, church, because this is a word for the church. I believe that the church of America has stepped up to a 1 Corinthians 16 and 9 door where Paul said that there is a great, effective door before me, but behind it are many adversaries. Oh, Lord, open the door, open the door, open the door. He opens it all hells on the other side. You're like, nah, God, close the door, close the door. <laughs> See, we want, we, want the, we, we want the breakthrough, but we don't want the breakdown that may be connected to it on the other side. We want the door open, but we don't want everything that's attached to the door on the other side. See, Paul knew, hey, where there's an open door, there's also an open portal of hell that all hell's about to be released on my life to say, do you really want what's behind door number one? So to occupy doors, there's three things that have got to change. The first thing that's got to change is our mentality. The Bible declares, as a man thinketh, so is he. 
I believe the reason why the, the, the doors have not been fully opened to the church for us to access the greater realm of glory that I believe the church is open to is I believe our stinking thinking hasn't changed enough. Heard a story of a little boy that went fishing. He went fishing and he was there, a 12-year-old little boy. He went out fishing and when he went fishing, he caught this big, like, 12-pound bass. It was, like, 30 inches long. He reels it up to the bank. He gets it up there. He holds it up. He looks at it. There's an older man standing there looking at him, thinking, man, that's a nice fish. The boy takes the hook out, and he throws the fish back. And the old man looks at it, and he comes running up. He says, son, what are you doing? Why would you throw that fish back? And that boy said, because at home I only got a frying pan that's 10 inches. See, but I, I fear this morning that, that, that we got a church with a mentality of a frying pan of 10 inches that what God's sending in this season, we don't have the mentality to grasp it. So when God sends something, we too busy throwing it back, talking about how it don't fit. Y'all come to play patty cake with God today. Y'all come to play patty cake with God today. I said, I believe that what God is sending in this season is far greater than what our minds and mentalities can perceive or even contain. The second thing that we have to understand when God begins to open up doors is we got to watch our words. There's a concept around Dominion Church that we say, and it is show me your words and I'll show you your world. Show me your words and I'll show you your world. My husband's lazy. You doggone right he is because you just said he was. My children, I'm going to name them can't do right. And then when they don't do right, you want to know why. You constantly ask them why they can't do right. Because you just said to them, you can't do right. I'm going to name you can't do right. See, Proverbs teaches us that there is power of life and death in the tongue. Too many times in the church, the Lord is trying to open a door, but we too busy talking about everything that's closed. Told you I was going to challenge y'all this morning. The last thing that needs to change when God begins to open a door to a church, so you change your mentality, you renew your mind by the reading of God's word. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. So you establish a mindset, a repentance. You, you, you repent from poverty thinking. You repent from being the tail and not the head. You repent from being beneath and not above. You repent from a mentality that culture has established and tried to tell you what you are when the king has risen up and said, no, 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 you're this. You repent from that. Then after you repent from that, then you begin to decree it. The Bible says the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. And there's power of life and death in your tongue. So as you walk around, now you begin to decree and declare. You begin to say things like, man, I'll tell you, God has really opened a door in our church. Every time we get there, it's like heaven is coming down. Every time we get there, it's like we are going up. Every time we get there, there's miracles, signs, and wonders. Every time we, y'all better hear me. Quit talking about what's closed and start declaring what's open.
And the last thing is you got to see it to seize it. I said you got to see it to seize it. Caleb knew that he was called to something great, but it wasn't until he put his eyes on the mountain that he said, give me this mountain. Once his eyes beheld what he was called to, there was a personality that the Bible says welled up in Caleb that was greater. It was a different spirit about Caleb. You know why there was a different spirit about Caleb? Because there was a different visual perspective about Caleb. Caleb had put his eyes on what he saw, and now what he saw, he wanted to seize, and he wasn't going to let nobody tell him different. So when God begins to open, and even as God has already begun to establish and open an open door here at Glorious Remnant Revival Community, I want you to know that you got to start seeing before you seize it. Quit talking about I don't see it. Because you don't see it, you won't never see it. I'm going to say this. There's people, and I'm not going to call you out. I could call a couple of you out, but I'm not going to. There's people right here under the sound of my voice. The Lord has already showed me. There's been people that have spoken over your life. They've called you prophets. They've called you pastors. They've called you. They've put giftings and anointings on your life. They've called them out. But I heard you saying, yeah, so-and-so said I was a prophet, but I don't see it. You keep saying what you don't see, and let me tell you, you'll never seize it. You, you won't never see it. As, uh, you got to start looking in the mirror and saying, okay, God, I'm going to choose to see me as the man of God that you see me as. I'm going to choose to. Nevertheless, that's your word, Lord. Let it be so. There's an open door. There's an open door in this church and in this people. He's here. He's here and he's opened up. And the reason why he's opened up is he's, he's looking for places that he can release his glory. He's looking for places that he can release in the realm of heaven. What he's desiring to release in the realm of the earth. All I'm asking you this morning is will someone get the door? I believe that we have prayed long enough. I believe we have fasted long enough. All I'm asking will somebody put some feet behind the prayers and get up. Because this morning in the spirit I can hear someone knocking. I can hear miracles knocking. I can hear deliverance knocking. I can hear destiny knocking. If you'll tune your ear to heaven, you'll be able to hear this morning. There is a knock in the realm of the spirit and he's knocking. He's knocking and he's saying, whosoever hears my voice, behold, I stand at the door and knock. Whoever hears my voice, You got to get the door. You got to get the door. Glorious remnant revival, you got to get the door. You got to get the door in this season. Don't get distracted. Don't get dismayed. Don't get deterred. Because in the realm of the spirit, there is a knock on the door. And it's the hour of visitation that could turn into the hour of habitation. But you got to get the door. Stand with me all over this house.
Come on, singers. I have a spirit of expectancy that the Lord wants to do something today. I have a mentality that says, God, there's an open door. I've already declared out of my mouth, God, I see the door. Now that I've seen it, I want to seize it. God, whatever you're doing in this season, don't, don't do it without me. Lord, don't let me be praying for something that's standing at the door. Just begin to worship all over this house. He says he inhabits the praise of his people. In other words, he'll come down. He'll come in. He'll sit down in the midst of a people that say, yes, Lord, we want what you got, Lord. We want what you got. And we're, we're declaring there's got to be more. We're declaring we have not arrived. We're declaring that we know there's got to be more, whether it be fire, whether it be wind, whatever it looks like. Come, Lord Jesus. There's people here today under the sound of my voice. You've been in a season of hindrance. You've been feeling like you've been locked up, held up, holding back. You feel like no matter what you try to do, you feel like there's, there's just something tied to you, something holding you back, something that's bound you. Well, I just want to declare to you this morning that I believe the Lord that is the breaker of the yoke. I believe that hit the anointing or is in this place right now. That I believe that if you'll hear the voice and you'll hear the knock. He'll come in. He'll come in. He'll come in and sup with you. He'll come in and sit with you. He'll come in and fellowship with you. If you're here this morning. You're feeling that tug. You're feeling that pull. You're saying there's got to be more. There's got to be more. God, let me, let me, don't let me miss the door of this season. Let me, let me seize the opportunity while it's still present. God, let me step into what you've called me to in this season. God, don't let this church miss the door. God, let us get the door. If that's you and you're here this morning, I want you to come. Come, 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 come now. Come, come. Stand around this altar. 